welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Really good. I'm the only mom you have, so yeah, it narrows true. down the number of people who can be on the not your mom's romance book club. It's true. Um, I am wondrous, Ellen. My life is just a wonder to me. It's <laughs> wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> Today yeah, we are going true. to be talking about Spotless by Camilla Monk in our first mini episode. Um, just so you guys know, the format and how we do this is subject to change, so bear with us as we kind of work out how we want to do this and message us with any thoughts that you might have. Um, but I figured, Mom, this is the first time I can ask you this. How was your week? Um, it was good. Yeah? How was yours, Ellen? <laughs> My week's been pretty good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad your week is good. Um, by the way, I want everyone to to uh, go on the social media stuff and tell Ellen she has to put more work into these episodes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. All she does is moan and bellyache about how much work okay. it is for her, and I don't have to do anything. Here's what I'm going to say, um, just because I feel like we keep awkwardly avoiding certain topics that I don't want mom to discuss. Um, there may be certain things going on in my personal life that I'm just not ready to talk about yet on the podcast. Mom okay. really wants to. I do. I didn't bring it up, though. You did. So. I know, but it's just because we always are like awkwardly laughing about trying to avoid it wink wink nod nod yeah so, so ellen's got ellen actually went out and got a life lame and uh it doesn't barely. involve me super lame and <laughs> no matter how much she tries for herself well to be it involved. kind of involves me because i kind of made it start to happen but stop <laughs> anyway yes ellen my life is great your life is great <sighs> 2019 has been a good year so far. Yeah. Had, it's been a good one. Okay, so today, not talking about that, today we are going to be talking about Spotless by Camilla Monk. It is the first book in her Spotless series, all following the adventures of Island and March. This was recommended to us by listener Sarah, who also sent in a little message that we are going to read at the end of the show. But thank you to Sarah for the recommendation. Yes, Sarah. Thank you very much. Or I guess we'll find out if we liked it or not, Sarah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Maybe. Not uh, thank you. <laughs> dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so for the book description today, I have... Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to read about Island Shaptel, a lovable IT nerd who enters her apartment one day to find a hitman named March waiting for her, and also cleaning her apartment. March brings Island along with him, using some degree of force, to finish his job, that being recovering the rather large diamond that her late mother apparently stole from a criminal organization. The two are taken around the world, encountering a whole cavalcade of characters as they follow the clues left by her mother about the whereabouts of the jewel and Island's own hazy past. And somehow, in the midst of all this, Island finds time to wonder if there is more to her captor than the job and the gun. So, Mom, what did you think of Spotless? Ellen, I am going to thank Sarah because (laughs) 
I love this book. And then I started, and then I had to dive right into the next one. She and did. now I'm in the middle of the third one. Mm-hmm. And I think these are just a riot. I love the writing style. Yeah, I think she's, she's funny. Really I, they're super entertaining. I love all the action. It's just a very fun romp. Yes, I would agree with all of that. Um I'm not saying this like it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. At least I had fun with it. The book almost reads kind of like you're playing a video game or a computer game. Because you kind of like, <laughs> you meet this one person and they're like, hey, here's some here's some information. And now I'm going to send you off to this person. And like you go and interact with those people. And then it's like, Hey, okay, here's some more information. Uh, now we're going to send you off to this person. Do you know what I mean? Mom and I, we, it, it, in-depth thing into Mom and I, we really like to play these really dumb, but also amazing. <laughs> Nancy Drew computer Really games. dumb. <laughs> but we've been doing it for years. It's just we kind have, of our thing. It's our thing. Um, they're like cute. Like Ellen was very young. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're computer games with the character of Nancy Drew and not enough Ned Nickerson. So not enough romance no. taking place. No Ned Nickerson, but Hardy boys show up now and then they do. And Ned shows up now and then too, but anyway, they're fun. And that's this book just kind of reminded me of playing a Nancy Drew game. Um, well, I kept seeing it as a movie in my head and I was just mm-hmm. like, someone needs to make this into a movie because this would be such a delightful movie with such a cool heroine in it. Yeah. This needs to be a series of films. So, someone get on that. I don't know who I call. Someone with If money. I had money, I would do it. I was going to say. <laughs> but, <sorry>. um, <laughs> And she's just really good at setting the stage and giving you these, like, really meticulously thought out side characters. I mean, I don't think I've read a book, like, that has such well-illustrated well, and developed side characters. A lot of them show up again, so that's fun. Cool. And, um, or are referred to again, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series, from I'm in the middle of the third one, the series is very connected. I mean, mm-hmm. it really much, just pretty well, much. Well, just by how this one ends, I could tell that that was going to sort of There's a six-month difference between the first and second book, but the third book picks up immediately from the end of the fourth, of the second, the second book. book. And that's why I was like, I gotta read the next one now. And um, I just, I think they're just so much fun. They're so well written. Lots of what we love, pop culture references. Mm -hmm. And um, we do love that. (laughs) I don't know why that's our thing, but it's our thing. Mm -hmm. And um, just, she's what we love in a heroine. She's Mm -hmm. saucy and, uh, you know, she's. Scared and timid, but also, you know, stands up for herself and, I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, her feelings are that she's scared and timid, but then she just says, screw this, I'm going to go do this anyway. And she's a, a, an amazing heroine. And So my first question was, what did you think of Island as our heroine? Uh, I and love Island. Yeah. I think she's fun. I, um, well, I and love especially that she's since, a nerd. Like, yeah, and especially since the whole book is... From her POV, in her voice, um, it's important, you know, that this is somebody that you want to spend, is it five, four, five books, I think, um, I know with. there's at least four. 
Yeah. Um, and there's a 4.5 too. I think there's five. Maybe there is five. And I know there's a 4.5. So, um, but yeah, so it's important that you like her. And I thought she was just oodles of fun. Um, I agree. And I of course related to her virgin status and can someone please just deflower this poor girl and, and and me while you're at it? Actually, I should get seniority, so get in Lion Island. But then, <laughs> you're, younger, you're older than her. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, so I liked all of like her friend who has these machinations to get her deflowered. I'm like, yeah, I can relate to that. I've got some friends that that's their main goal as well. Well, and the thing that was funny, too, was the little snippets of, a, of romance books at the beginning oh of each gosh. chapter. I, like, I loved it. <laughs> well, I recommended this book to my sister, and I wanted to say, just so, who is not a romance reader, but yeah. I thought this was something that she would enjoy. I wanted to say, just so you know, the books we read are not like the books <laughs> at the beginning well, of the chapters. Well, they're all fake. Yeah, I know they're all fake. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And they're very tongue-in-cheek and very yeah. cheesy. I mean, some of them I was like, yeah, I could probably see that in a real one, but... Not very uh, many of them, though. No. Most of them are pretty over the top, but it was I, funny. I mean, it added a humorous element to it. I Yeah, I mean, she kind of has some fun, like, poking, you know, fun at the genre a little bit, and especially the kind of more ridiculous, like, shapeshifters and vampires. Right. Werewolves. Yeah. I wrote down this quote because I thought it was funny. They were talking about him taking her on a date, and... um and he, she's like, and I want you to say flowery things to me. And she says this quote. And he's like, what is that from? And she's like, slave to the rich and sexy vampire. He's like, oh, that one's not a billionaire. She's like, no, he keeps it low key. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I loved her talking. Because she says stuff like that all the time throughout the yeah. book. And it's just hilarious. She's got a very funny sense of humor. And Yeah. I loved I when just, um, she... When I when March took her food and he was like starting to eat it, and she threw a bunch of breadcrumbs on breadcrumbs on it so that he wouldn't want to eat it, and um, and then I also wrote down this one because I thought this one was like part that made me, lol. Um, she says she's introducing herself to the pilot that is flying them, and she's like, "I'm Island, and I'm not really a criminal." And then pointing to March, she goes, "This is March. He uh." <laughs> She like, has to cut herself off because she's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't get into the fact that he is and all of the things that he does. But yeah, I just thought she was a lot of fun and just kind of like her kind of bumbling awkwardness, like in the well, and setting. And naivety and, yeah. and just all of it. And then here's this man of the world who's so rigid yeah. and then this like breath of fresh air comes into his life and he just can't yeah can't walk away from that well and he's it sounds like he's tried maybe a couple well, times in his life and apparently he does at the end of this book and yeah yeah but yeah we'll get into that um so what did you think of march as our hero if that is his real name well from some things i read some people don't like his character i thought he was, I liked him a lot. And I like yeah. how he's so, he likes things so rigid. But then, you know, for Island, he's, I don't want to say he like lets his standards down because he doesn't at all. He cleans mm-hmm. up after her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like when he breaks into her apartment, he cleans her apartment. I need a march. <laughs> I know. I do too. I, I, as I look around my 
not so clean room. Um, I thought he was delightful and he's funny and he just, he obviously really cares for her. And so we've talked before about how I probably shouldn't be into like the crazy alphas or the really possessive guys. Um, but I probably really shouldn't be in to this hitman, right? <laughs> um, okay. Who kills several people. <laughs> like lots of people, like doesn't even bat an eye at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they were really bad guys. It's true. But I was like, gosh, I, sh- I shouldn't. And like, you know, he he's not, if I had to pick between all of the guys in a romance novel, he would probably not be like my first choice. But, um, but I thought, yeah, I thought he was charming. Know. And like, he's a really fun, like you were saying, he's like a really fun foil to her. And yeah. like their interactions are just made cuter by what he is, you know, and, and where he's coming from and well, all and of his knows, neuroses and things like that. And he knows he's that way. I mean, in fact, it comes into, I don't want to give too much away about the second book, but it comes into play. Um, well, but even in knows, the first book, they talk about that, like how part of the reason that he keeps pushing her off is because he knows he's got these hangups and these problems and he doesn't want, you know, to br- drag her down with his neurosis and, well, and I liked the conversation that Island and Kalahari have about him and how they broke up because he she allowed him to control her, to, right. you know, take care of things for her. And she says to Island, she's like, You you would be perfect for him because you won't do that. Like you don't let him get away with trying right, to control you. everything and control you. And so I liked that, you know, dynamic of w- between them. But. Yes. And she did a good job of making him sympathetic and someone who obviously struggles with what he is, but without, like, beating you over the head with it. Right. Um, so. And I, I wrote, I also loved how honest he was about, like, everything about himself. And <laughs> I wrote this down. I'm like. Where he's saying to her, I'm sorry for being a little tense, Island. I suppose I'm not used to having guests in the front seats. My clients usually ride in the trunk, you know. <laughs> well, then she does have to ride the <laughs> trunk at one point in time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she makes him mad. I can't remember now why. I've read too many other books. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I really liked him. I thought she did a really good job of writing him, like you said. So he's, so he, you're sympathetic to his plight i mean it really yeah. is a an illness that he has and um well that and then like you know i think he just kind of fell into this way of life that he has you know and i think i liked those moments where island says you know like i could see that you know that for that quick instant right after he killed someone that it's something he struggles with or like right. anytime she would question him on it it would be like no, I'm fine. But, like, there was that split second where, you know, it's obviously something that troubles him, I guess. Right. Um, so March kidnaps Island, threatens her life, and chokes her out. Do you think that Camilla Monk is still able to navigate that fine line between genuine real feelings and Stockholm Syndrome? Yes. Because if it was Stockholm Syndrome, I wouldn't have been behind it as much as I was. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I think Island herself like questions this a few times. Right. She's like, I should not be into this guy. What is wrong with me? You know, and I think that helps too. But but then it also turns out that they have a history. I think that plays into the yes, whole thing yeah. and, and takes away from the Stockholm syndrome-ness of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I... I, I I get it. I get why she's questioning herself about it because yeah, and she should. Like even I was describing the book to your dad and I'm like, "Yeah, it's so cute. He kidnaps her and she ends up falling in love with him and he's looking at me like, "Hmm." I'm like, it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> it's better in in real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but um I think by having Islands question it a lot throughout this book, that definitely helps. It shows that, you know, she's not full-blown Stockholm because she has right. to keep questioning, like, what's wrong with me? Um, but also kind of what what I was saying earlier, the fact that she, throughout this, doesn't let him push her around. And, right. um, you know... And doesn't ever follow directions when he gives them. Yeah. <laughs> Much <laughs> doesn't to ever chagrin. do what he says. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I thought she did a good job of kind of, like, navigating that minefield, you know. And it definitely gets better in the other books. And um, the second book has a love triangle in it, which is ooh, kind of fun. Cool. Um, okay, so there are some really great side characters in this, like I kind of have said. Who was your favorite? I really liked Kalahari. Yeah, me I too. Th- I thought she was... Um, I kept thinking of... Uh, it's Matahari, right? Who's that, like, old school... And Calamari. I was getting <laughs> Matahari and Calamari mixed up. <laughs> Combine the two. Yeah. Um, and I liked her husband a lot, too. He yeah, was, I thought their relationship was, was cute. It was cute. Um, I liked either kind of the mouthy Italian Polly, or I liked Antonio, who... Yeah. <laughs> this, like, they were all great. Yeah. And like I said, she just did such a good job. I mean, like, these people that are not, you know, in the whole book and just have, like, maybe a couple scenes, but you still just get this, like, really good sense of their voice and who they are and what they look like. And, um, yeah, she just did a really good job with that. Yeah, it was fun. And um, just over-the-top adventure Yeah, just made it just a crazy... I will say she was so good at setting the scene that sometimes it would just be, like, such big clumps of, like, description that it slowed me up a few times. Because I sometimes need to have, like, some good dialogue thrown in there so to kind of keep me engaged. I didn't feel that. And I have felt that with other books we've read. I've talked about that before. Um, And I didn't feel that with this. But like I said, this whole thing played out like a movie in my brain while mm-hmm. I was reading it. And it was like the diehard of, you know, of uh, romance novels. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely not as bad as some. That, and, it, like, her descriptions were always engaging. I just think, like, there's something visually about seeing, like, the big chunks of paragraph for me that I'm, like, it just kind of slows me up a little bit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Wow, all those words I have to read? (laughs) Calm down. Where are the next quotation marks? I'm just saying. (laughs) Don't say you don't do that. (laughs) No, I do. That's what I'm saying. I do that. Um, Okay, so big question, Mom. Okay. 
as the title of our podcast suggests, we are a romance book club. Is this book a romance? Absolutely. Okay. Do you want to know why? Yes. Defend your and defend your okay. answer. Because I feel that people tend to get mixed up with sex and romance. I think you can have romance and not necessarily have sex, which, spoiler alert, there's no sex in this book. Yeah. But there was a lot of romance. I mean, the whole them falling for each other. And kind of a hint of he's kind of had a thing for her for a while. Mm -hmm. And we love that. And um, I thought it was very much a romance. There were several times that I was rubbing my hands together and getting mm-hmm. all gooey inside. And, ooh. Um, but <laughs> Stop talking about bad, your goo. Bad choice of words. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was very romantic. Yeah. I think now, we, we I talk- dare you to argue with me on that. I won't argue with you. I I will say, adding a few other points, um, we talk a lot about how a romance has to have a happily ever after, and this, spoiler alert, does not end on a happily ever after for these two, this specific book. But I think that if you take, as I'm I'm sure, if you take the series as a whole, that it does probably end on a happily ever after for them. Um, and so, yeah, so I think, I think it is, it's a little different to be sure. It's not like our standard. It's definitely, um, yeah, it doesn't end on a happily ever after, but if you jump right into the second book, well, even it takes, it takes a while in the second book for it to perk up, but, um, yeah, the series is a lot of fun. And, um, well, and I think that the series definitely, is... definitely a will they, won't they oh, yeah. know, thing going on. Yeah. And it, it goes on of, it kind for a of while. feels like it's kind of episodic, you know, will they, won't they, it feels like. It seems like there is like an overarching story here with, you know, her and her biological father and, you know, her kind of muddled history with her mom and things like that and their muddled history to you know march and islands kind of history um and then it kind of felt to me like romancing the stone or like a moonlighting type thing you know where there's a will they won't they but of course they will right of course they will yeah but it takes and if, a while. And if we get to the end of book five and it's not, then then we will have words with Camilla yes. Monk. Because it's definitely very romantic. I mean, it's yeah. very, I mean, him taking her on that date and. Because um, we've even read like mystery series that have like a couple that end up getting married and things like that. And I would be, I would not call those romance even because. There's still romance happening, but I would not call them romance. But I would definitely call this more right. romance than, like, something like that that we've read together previously. Right. And the fun thing is I could actually recommend it to people. <laughs> yeah. Although, is there sexy times in future books? I'm in the middle of the third book. And let me just tell you, she hasn't turned in her V card yet. 
Oh no! <laughs> Gosh, not that there hasn't girl. been. Not that there hasn't been stuff, but and there's always a reason. But uh, oh jeez, I, I, I feel for her. I just want her to have sex so bad. I I have a feeling it's coming, but um, just not yet. Bless her heart. Okay. Um, so mom, what was your swooniest moment? Oh, see, I love the date. From the first book. I am from the first book. Um, I did love their little date. I just loved mainly, and this is kind of not a moment, but an overarching thing. I loved how protective he was of her and Mm -hmm. how he just, no matter what craziness was going on, he was always focused on her and... Well, she kind of, especially towards the end, she like always knew that he was going to... Um, gonna, like when I, she I walks gonna... off with those guys who they, she thinks are cops and then they turn out not to be. And he's just like, don't, please don't. <laughs> please <laughs> don't. don't. Go with that. Well, at the time she thought he was the bad guy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was just so much. And then when she was on the operating table with that lunatic guy who wanted to cut off her kneecaps and, yeah. and, um, creepy hat guy. Yeah. He has a name I know, but I can't Ros- remember. It. Roslo or something like Rislo that. Or Rislo or something. Yeah. yeah. And um anyway, and then I mean you knew he was gonna come in and save her. And yeah. it was just I just love how protective he was. I loved all of those moments. And and the torture of him wanting to protect her and he you can tell he really likes her and he wants to kiss her and make out with her and he even wants to have sex with her, but he's got this yeah, thing that's pulling them away from that. And... So I would agree with all of those Swinney moments that you just said. I wrote down this quote that is probably the quote that made me swoon the hardest. Um, it's there, when they're making out and she kind of just is describing him and she says, he wasn't exactly the volcano type, regardless of how worked up he was, and he seemed a little hesitant at first. Once he had found his bearings, though, he proved to be a smooth criminal, patiently waiting for an opportunity to make it past the enemy lines. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a good line. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked that. That I liked that he wasn't exactly a volcano type, you know? it's He's a slow burner, and, you know, not he's not... Like we often read about these guys who are just like yeah, going for it, and yeah, yeah, but he's and deflowering kind of, these poor young girls when yeah. you know when they've only met three times. But um, but yeah, so I, I I wrote down that as my swooniest moment. Well, I just I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was romantic. I loved the interplay between the two of them. And it even gets better in the other books. And anyway. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I don't know when I'm going to get, I don't know when I'm going to get to read the rest of them, but hopefully I, I get to. Well, Ellen has a life apparently. Boring. <laughs> um, okay. So Sarah, who recommended this book to us, she sent in a message and she said, Spotless! I'm so excited for this episode. I came across Spotless a few years ago during an Audible two-for-one sale. 
She says, Amy McFadden is perfect as Island. And as soon as I finished listening to it, I started it over again immediately. While I waited for the next book to release, I purchased a physical copy and read it again. It's now on my comfort reads list. It's such a great mix of action, adventure, comedy, and slow burn romance. The excerpts from made-up romance novels at the beginning of each chapter had me snorting with laughter. It's one of those books that doesn't fit neatly into a specific genre, and that's probably the, one of the reasons I love it so much. Also, March is so dreamy and minty fresh. <laughs> yeah, says, he is minty. Uh, she says, I could listen to descriptions of his chest hair all day. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. There are a lot of them. <laughs> and then we have a message from another Sarah. So I'm just going to say we had like eight messages about this book. And um, three of them were from Sarah's. So I think Camilla Monk needs to put like a pull quote on the cover of these and say like, number one bestseller among Sarah's. Among um, Sarah's. <laughs> uh, but Sarah. Or name a character, Sarah. Sarah W. said, this is an original, interesting, and addicting series. It's my favorite. In the last year, I recommend it to all my friends and family and coworkers. Camilla Monk is an amazing author. These characters were so rich and well-developed. They add such a sense of humor to a dramatic storyline. And then Sarah LJ says, the Spotless series is like haagen with no calories. It's just that good. That is good. That's a um, good description. Yeah. She says, the audiobooks are beyond excellent. Mom, you need to hop I on I need these. to try an audiobook. Yeah, because mom loves audiobooks. Uh, I do. They say, the audiobooks are beyond excellent, and the whole thing is just a joyride from start to finish. Still by the same author is another great one. Um, you're going to fall for March and Island like you wouldn't believe. And then Carly says, wow, if you have not read this series, get ready to binge. I came across this author a couple of years ago, and she is amazing. Excellent character development. Agreed. Uh, you will fall in love with these characters and laugh your ass off. Violent chiclet for the win. Also, the audio version is done by Amy McFadden, and I will forever hear her voice when I read these books. Read this. You will not be disappointed. Um, Christy on Twitter said, I thought it was really fun, but I wish there was more romance. I could, I mean, like, I will never snub my nose at more romance, so I, I can see that with Christy. Uh, Nara Melissa said, it's very funny. I dived into the whole series. It's very chaste, and it won't be awkward. <laughs> Darn it. Nara, I like it when it's awkward. Nara Melissa knows how we operate. <laughs> um, Michelle said, I love this series of very fun, imaginative read. KP is busy reading on Twitter, said... One of my favorite series, I was lured in by the beautiful cover and stayed for the laughed out loud adventures. And Camilla Monk herself actually responded to that and said, I am inordinately flattered since I draw design my own covers, which is cool. And they are very cool. nice looking covers. They are. Um, they are. So yeah, so those are all of your thoughts on Spotless. I, again, I think we owe Sarah a thanks. I thought this yeah. was fun and it was different than what we usually read. Yeah, yeah, and Ellen wants me to start reading our next book for the thing. And I was like, I don't want to. I want to finish this series. But I boss her around and I tell her to but not do that. she does boss me around. I have my reasons. Um, but yeah, I think that this was definitely a win. I hope that even though maybe it's not like straight, straight romance, that you guys also enjoyed this one. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought if you didn't, if you are not among those that we just read. 
Um, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Spotless by Camilla Monk. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, Goodreads Group, our Twitter, which is at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. And let us know what you thought of this kind of mini episode format and if that works for you guys. Uh, so if you would like to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On January 21st, we will be discussing Earthbound by Emma Barry and Genevieve Turner. Um, so get reading that one. And remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. And don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love reading them. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Okay, you're welcome, Ellen. Quick and dirty, we like it. Till next time. Till next time, see ya.